Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Welcome to another episode of Fox News Investigates. I'm Laura Ingle. Today, the fourth installment in our series on teen sex abuse allegations in the Louisville Metro Police Department. A warning that some of our material is graphic in nature and may not be suitable for minors. Our reporting is based off court documents and interviews with individuals close to the scandal. To date, federal prosecutors have obtained guilty pleas from two officers central to the story, and the FBI's investigation is ongoing. Fox News has reached out to all parties central to the story for comment. Some chose not to respond. Once again, here's our reporter, Andrew Kuyper. Thanks, Laura. Today, we're going to focus on five recently unsealed lawsuits that have cast the Derby City further into tumult. The newly public lawsuits detail allegations against a number of current and former LMPD officers. They unveil a rash of explosive allegations that some say show a ring of negligence and cover-up that was established to protect officers at the center of the scandal. You've already heard our reports from former cadets like CF, who said he was raped at a Louisville Metro Police officer's home when he was just a teen. His story, which he shared in the first episode of this series, is detailed at length in an unsealed lawsuit. He, uh, he said the fridge was full of alcohol, and that's when he started to come on to us, and I was extremely nervous, didn't know what to do, who to call. So that's when I started drinking. And from there, he took us into his bedroom and um, some messed up things happened. You've also heard from local politicians and lawyers who have been central to the fray. Tad Thomas, who represents all seven plaintiffs in the Youth Explorer lawsuits, talked with us in an earlier episode about the cycle of abuse he said the officers perpetuated. What would happen is a victim of bets would go to Wood and say, this is what happened. So Woods would say, you know what, we need to tell Mr. Flaherty. And so they would go and report it to Mr. Flaherty when Woods was doing the same thing. And then Flaherty would do nothing about it. And, and vice versa. A victim of Woods would go to Betts and say, hey, this is what happened to me. What should I do? Well, let's go to Flaherty. And Flaherty would not do anything. And here's Council President David James in our second episode. He was one of the first outside of the police department to hear of the shocking allegations. Um, I received some communications from some police officers asking me if I had heard about a search warrant conducted by the police department on an officer's home. Uh, and I said, no, I had not. And so when they did that, I was told that um, they found videotape of Officer Betts and Officer Wood um, molesting um, one of the explorers. And so I was kind of in shock by that. And so um, 
a couple of weeks had passed and I had not seen anything on the news about um, any arrests being made. And I thought that was awfully strange. At least eight current and former Louisville Metro police officers have been named in the Youth Explorer lawsuits. At the center of the scandal are former officers Kenneth Betts and Brandon Wood. Both Betts and Wood have been charged in federal court. Betts has pleaded guilty to enticement and child porn charges. Prosecutors said he met three of his four victims through the Youth Explorer program. In his plea agreement, Betts and his attorneys agreed to a sentence between 10 and 15 years in prison. The judge in Betts' case said the plea agreement of 15 years in prison was too lenient. He's scheduled to be back in court in August to be resentenced. In January of 2019, Wood also pled guilty to a federal attempted enticement charge. According to the plea agreement, Wood met the explorer at a camp in Kentucky and sexually pursued the teen over various social media platforms. Although prosecutors and Wood's attorneys agreed to a five-year sentence, the judge did not. The judge recently gave Wood a longer sentence than what was agreed to in his plea deal. The former officer will spend 70 months in jail. Also central to the controversy is retired Major Curtis Flaherty, who ran both the Youth Explorer program and the department's public integrity unit, which investigates criminal wrongdoing by officers. Flaherty has long been accused of allowing the allegations against Betts, Wood, and Officer Brad Schumann go under-investigated and largely unpunished. We'll dissect Schumann's allegations momentarily. Flaherty's lawyer, Lee Sittlinger, told Fox News that his client maintains his innocence and is expecting to be dismissed from the civil lawsuits due to the statute of limitations. Thomas said the court will resolve that issue in an upcoming hearing. Schumann is the primary defendant in one of the recently unsealed lawsuits. The plaintiff, identified only as BL in court documents, initially accused Schumann of raping, coercing, and sending and soliciting indecent photographs when she was a minor around 2011. In amended complaints, the woman walked back the rape claims, instead accusing Schumann of groping her, sending inappropriate photographs, and attempting to solicit sex from her. This recalibration of allegations, according to Schumann's lawyer, Carol Pettit, is enough to discredit BL's claims. She said Schumann didn't have a relationship with the team, although she acknowledged the officer was an explorer advisor at the same time BL was a cadet. Pettit said Schumann maintains his innocence. Thomas, the plaintiff's attorney, said the defense has employed a number of strategies to drag the court proceedings out for as long as possible. So the next step is really to go before the court uh, and see uh, what she will let us do next. Uh, I assume that we will have rulings on our motions to dismiss uh, in the near future, either before the hearing or soon thereafter, I would think. And we'll be asking the court when we go in for the status conference one way or the other uh, for permission to proceed in discovery to start sending out written questions to all the defendants and to start taking witness depositions. And do you feel like this case has moved moved quickly? I mean, where <laughs> no. it seems like it's been kind of an arduous process, process right? Uh, you know, the defendants uh, have a right to use the civil process to defend themselves in the way that they see fit, and that includes motions to dismiss and procedural tactics, uh, which is what they've done here. Uh, and removing us to federal court and, you know, fighting uh, tooth and nail to keep us from being able to start discovery. Uh, so, unfortunately, uh, it's moved quite slowly. Uh, I'm hoping that this judge will give us the go-ahead to start taking discovery and really uh, kick the case in the high gear. 
Some of the allegations that have become public are harrowing. Consider this, from one of the five lawsuits filed by Yates against former officer Kenneth Betts. I think, uh, you know, some of them, the allegations that uh, had really not been discussed in the, in the public realm until the judge unsealed the lawsuits are really uh, one would be the sting operation that was conducted in one of our cases uh, where our client had gone and complained to, uh, about one of the officers and, you know, asking for nude photographs and um, other sorts of harassment and things like that. She reported it to some of the co-defendants in the suit, and they uh, essentially tried to set up a sting with her uh, where they invited the officer. He was already at another uh, at a Catholic picnic. Uh, they tried to get him to meet her, you know, behind the behind one of the buildings. And what I believe happened at that point is he was tipped off that this was going on and he, you know, changed his tone and and didn't show up. In KW versus Betts, the lawsuit Thomas just mentioned, the former officer is accused of stalking and attempting to sexually assault a teen on multiple occasions between 2011 and 2012. Thomas said he and his team found no records of a sting operation on Officer Betts after conducting an open records request with the department. He said the lack of documentation of complaints and investigations helps establish a pattern of negligence by Flaherty and other officers involved in the Explorers program. At one point, during a statewide Explorer conference, KW said Betts approached her while she was sitting on a bench and forced his knee between her legs, making rough contact with her genitalia. During the same week, on the day of her 16th birthday, KW alleges that Betts singled her out during a group exercise and humiliated her before making the other explorers sing her happy birthday. Sometime later, in 2013, KW alleges that Betts trapped her in a stairwell with the intent to sexually assault her. He said it was only when someone else came in that she was able to break his grip on her wrist and flee. The five recently unsealed lawsuits also establish allegations against a number of key players in the Explorer program. Chief among them is former officer Julie Schmidt. She's accused in multiple lawsuits of helping to cover the misconduct alleged against Officer Betts and Schumann. Essentially, the lawsuits say that Schmidt helped perpetuate the abuse by failing to report it and sometimes actively preventing appropriate action from being taken. Schmidt's lawyers have denied any and all wrongdoing by their client. They say she never witnessed any wrongdoing by an LMPD officer in her 28 years on the force. They said when she first heard of the allegations of misconduct, she reported it to higher-ups. The lawyers did acknowledge that Schmidt would have a social gathering at her home once a year for young people in the Explorer program. They go on to deny that any wrongdoing ever took place there. In KW's lawsuit, Schmidt is accused of acting negligently when the teen disclosed the allegations of abuse to her. In the lawsuit filed against Officer Schumann, BL said she disclosed the officer's pursuit of her to Schmidt, Flaherty, Betts, Wood, and others in the Explorer program. The teen said Schmidt came to her dorm room during a National Explorer conference in Atlanta, Georgia. Schmidt then allegedly took the teen from her dorm to an isolated courtyard where she and other officers interrogated her about Schumann to the point of hysterical tears. The teen said a group of officers, including Schmidt, Betts, Flaherty, and Wood, 
came to her dorm room, where they allegedly performed an illegal search of her belongings. They also took her phone, which Tad Thomas said may have resulted in the destruction of evidence of Schumann's misconduct. Uh, absolutely. Uh, they were, uh, you know, it, it, based on the information that I've gotten from my clients, it almost seems like a clique uh, of individuals. And, you know, they, one of my clients, they, when they were tipped off that she was engaged in a sexual relationship with one of the officers, they uh, confronted her, they took her phone, they deleted photographs from her phone, they, you know, went, went into her room and searched her room uh, without any kind of parental permission or search warrant. Uh, and then, you know, as far as we know now, didn't bother reporting that to anybody. And if they did report it to somebody, uh, then that information is being intentionally withheld uh, from us as part of our investigation by the Louisville Metro Police Department. Uh, so, yeah, there were a lot more people. And, and again, we've we've heard rumors of another a number of other officers who were aware uh, that there was a lot of talk within the department about what was going on. And uh, it seems like uh, nobody took action, and the ones that wanted to take action were uh, stifled in those efforts. And I mean, taken together, I mean, what, what does this, this, all seven of these lawsuits, what kind of a picture does this paint um, of the Youth Explorers program at the Louisville Metro Police Department? I, it paints a picture of officers run amok who were in, you know, had their own little fiefdom almost uh, to do whatever they wanted to do. Uh, and you know, we're not in it for the best interests of these uh, explorers and, and the youth. Uh, and, you know, what I think we're going to find out in discovery is, is that uh, you know, other officers outside of the involvement in the, in the Explorers program uh, knew what was going on and turned a blind eye. And uh, it, 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 it's, it's going to be a shameful blight on the history of the Little Metro Police Department. Uh, when all when it's all said and done. You've heard some of the more shocking allegations in the lawsuits. Bear with me a moment as we quickly run down each lawsuit that's been filed in the Youth Explorer scandal. NC versus Wood and Betts accuses the two officers of raping and assaulting the teen from 2011 to 2013 and recording the acts on camera. EB versus Betts accuses the former officer of sexually assaulting the teen during an Explorer conference in Colorado in 2012. CF versus Betts accuses Betts of raping CF and NC simultaneously, an act the officer recorded on camera. CF previously shared his story with us in the first installment of this series. Does everyone have similar stories of how this happened? Does there seem to be a pattern there for the officer's behavior? Yes. Um... A few of the other plaintiffs that were victims of him who I've discussed have told me that the same things happened to them. He would pressure them for nude pictures and from there it escalated. And he's facing he's facing criminal charges now. Yes. Do you hope that he's prosecuted? Yes, I do. FA versus Betts. This lawsuit accuses Betts of sexually harassing, assaulting, and soliciting sexual materials to the former Youth Explorer cadet. A.S. versus Betts accuses the officer of stalking and harassing the cadet between 2010 to 2014 and performing oral sex on the plaintiff at least once. 
And now, for the two that we detailed earlier. KW versus Betts has the teen accusing Betts of pursuing and ultimately sexually assaulting her once and attempting to a second time, both when she was just 16 years old. And BL versus Schumann, where the still current LMPD officer is accused of having a sexual relationship with a teen cadet, and other adults in the program are accused of covering it up. In all seven lawsuits, former Major Curtis Flaherty, who ran the Youth Explorer program, is accused of acting negligently when he learned of the abuse allegations. Indeed, an independent investigation commissioned by the mayor found that Flaherty knew of misconduct allegations against Betts as early as 2002, when the former officer was a cadet in LMPD's Youth Explorer program. Beyond the legal implications, which are growing as the FBI has referred their investigation to federal prosecutors, Council President David James said the scandal has thrown the mayor's run for re-election into contentious territory. I would say that it's causing uh, the average citizen to pay attention and look and see that there obviously was a, a major problem. I mean, even if you just look at the timeline of, of uh, Major Flaherty, for example, um, in 2016, uh, in the fall of 2016, when this, this issue came up again, when Chief Steve Conrad uh, learned uh, officially that uh, Major Flaherty was involved in um, the 2013 incident and that Major Flaherty was involved and had knowledge of prior bad acts of um, uh, Officer Betts and still allowed him to be a part of the Explorer program, um, knowing that bad things had already taken place, that um, Mr. the chief then, when he learned about it, transferred Major Flaherty to the Community Development Unit. That, that was his move, as opposed to uh, demoting him, firing him, or any of those things. And so uh, it's, it's amazing to me and many other people that yet the chief uh, did not protect these children in 2013 by stopping the program and trying to find out if any children had been injured, knowing that prior acts had taken place, um, and yet the, the mayor has not held the chief accountable. Um, and so I get asked questions uh, about that by citizens that stop me on the street every day and council members that talk about it on a regular basis. The Youth Explorer's sex abuse allegations have cast a pall over the Derby City's politics, and especially their police force. As we've seen countless times, scandals involving just a few officers threaten to upend entire departments. I know you have sources in, in the Louisville Metro Police Department. I mean, how are they taking it? How is, how is morale within the department? I mean, it's been a steady flow and a steady trickle of, you know, yeah, of, I... of information and accusations. You know, I've been around the police department for about 30 years, and this is the worst uh, level of morale I've ever seen in the police department. It's at an all-time low. Um, you know, the officers themselves are, are very upset that this type of thing would take place on their police department. Uh, they're very upset uh, with the way that the chief has handled this uh, on the police department, and they're very upset with the way the mayor's handled it. Um, you, you know, the way I found out about it was from the good police officers in the police department calling and saying, hey, there's a problem and somebody needs to know about it. And so, you know, they're very upset about it because they take great pride and honor in the job that they do and the badge that they wear. In early July, Betts pleaded guilty in federal court to seven enticement, attempted enticement, 
and child pornography charges. The judge, after initially balking at a plea bargain he deemed too lenient, accepted one that will put bets behind bars for 16 years in federal prison. He'll serve both state and federal sentences concurrently. After his sentence, 34-year-old Betts will have to register as a sex offender and spend the next 20 years of his life under supervised release. For some in Louisville, Kentucky, Betts' imprisonment is undoubtedly a relief. Still, plaintiffs in more than a half dozen civil lawsuits continue to pursue justice for the damages they say the officers and others caused. I'm Andrew Kuyper with the investigative unit at Fox News. Thanks for listening. And that brings us to the end of the fourth installment in our series. Thanks for joining us at Fox News Investigates. Be sure to check back in the near future for more from our unit. I'm Laura Ingle. Thanks for joining us. This is Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me for Fox Across America, where we'll discuss every single one of the Democrats' dumb ideas. Just kidding. It's only a three-hour show. Listen live at noon Eastern or get the podcast at foxacrossamerica.com. Listen to Fox News Podcast shows ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcast, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or follow wherever you get your podcasts.